go, episode number four of the Wise Rock Podcast. This is Eric Uzwa coming at you with Jeff Horton. How's it going? Uh, everything's everything's good enough. Yep. You know, we were just talking before the show, we got some forest fires for BC and Alberta where you are, which I'm That's right. That's affecting right. everything. We're hiding here indoors. Um, but so let's start off this week. Right, right now, you and I, we're, we're doing a hangout so we can see each other while we'll do this. We're recording yep. away. We both got our own Slack channel. So... I'd like to talk actually about that as a remote worker, you know, today I'm in three different slacks minimum just for clients. Each one has three, four, five channels in it. You know, that consumes a lot of attention just to be in all those channels as compared to just sending emails back and forth and checking on projects. There's a much more real time, which maybe if you're in an office is one thing, but I'm curious as a remote worker yourself, do you get caught up in all of these kind of real-time chats with clients a lot? Excellent question. And yeah, I guess I do. Um, ever since I've started doing the remote thing, I think as a natural type of worker, like I really want to make a good impression right away from the start, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're there to make change. You're there to, you know, shift the company in a positive direction and get them on, on task with, you know, whatever it is you agreed to do for them during the interview process. So I think there's there's a lot of that. Um, that really kind of energizes you when, when you start anywhere new, right? And so you, you want to be there. You're on all the time, uh, 24-7. You know, you're, you're totally energized and pumped. And you kind of forget really quickly to kind of set expectations right away on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll answer, you know, like, I mean, I'll answer while I'm, you know, brushing my teeth. And, you know, the channel rings on my phone and I'll pick it up, right? Or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm changing my clothes or, you know, eating breakfast or having lunch or whatever. Like, like there's almost... There's almost sometimes no boundaries, right? Like it's totally work. You know, my wife will be talking to me and my, my eyes will be like split half between her and half between my device, right? Yeah. Which, you know, after a while, as you know, it doesn't really work well for either, right? Like you're not paying, you know, your family, your wife the, the proper attention and you're also not giving your clients maybe full attention 100% of the time, right? Yeah. Would you say there's a difference though between, you know, like we've all, I had my Blackberry years ago, right? And spent yep. lots of time on that. Do you think there's a difference between the like the BlackBerry, CrackBerry email kind of universe and the Slack universe? You know, instant messaging let's say was always more instant, even in the CrackBerry days. And has so has Slack really just brought that instantaneous to your phone the way the way the BlackBerry universe did? I you know, yeah. I mean now that you, you put it in that way, I totally think that's true. I think people want to I don't know what it is. Like they, they want a, uh, they, they want to, they want to totally get your attention, um, not necessarily right away, but they, I think they, they just want to, they want, they want some reassurance that, you know, they're not just sending their messages out into a void, and maybe 24 hours from now they'll hear back. Yeah. So, right? what, so I, I wrote a blog post a little while back about demand yeah. your attention, and it talked about how. You know, for us, we were both IRC people, right? The, the original chat a long time ago. Yeah. But the Slack, for me, really feels like a demand attention. So, you know, I'm use like, I want to use Slack over here, and I want to use email to control my own attention, right? I've got work to do. I, I'd rather be asynchronous. But that, you know, I use something like Slack because when I want your attention, I want it now. Yeah. Right? Like, I expect yeah. you to be there, but I don't, in theory, expect myself to be there all the time and i find that a a confusing thing i think you've got mixed intentions yeah and and i mean like i think i think it starts kind of back to you know normal 
uh, office. Um, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say politics. That's not the right word. I guess normal office work structure, like from a, a decade ago or something, where you'd you know the the, the boss would just want to make sure everyone's in their seat. You know, everyone's. Yeah. Well, and that, that's it. So, okay. is instant messaging, or you know, especially Slack, is it the new butts in seats check? Right. That like email requires that you trust the other person is on a schedule, they're doing the work, they're going to yep. get back to you. Yep. You know, is Slack about, you know, oh, he's actually there, he's working, he's responding, so therefore he's butt in seat, right? Which doesn't, of course, imply that work is being done. No, I, I definitely think so. I definitely think so. Um, and a lot of the tools kind of work the same way. Uh, you know, there's HipChat. Atlassian has HipChat. And a lot of them have, I'm not just picking on HipChat here, but a lot of them have the the online, offline indicators, mm -hmm. right? Skype has that too, right, where you can set, you know, you're offline, online, whatever, that kind of stuff. And I so think in, the, the in those worlds, though, like the indicator, sure, that was button seat, but they were still one-on-one -on -one conversations. Yeah. Right? So when we talk about IRC and, like, open chat like this, it's not really about one-to-one -one anymore. Like, now this is, you're watching the office cooler all day long, right? And right. even if it's in another channel, it's still there, right? You know, I, I think it was, uh, maybe in something I wrote, but it was really about, like, now you're... You're in the coffee shop working, but you're forced to hear every other conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know, uh, I think some of the tools try to mitigate that. Like um, HipChat, for example, you can tag people just like you can in, Hip, in um, GitHub mm -hmm. where you can use their name. You know, and, and so if you have something that applies directly to somebody, like a, a specific question or something. Yeah, do you, you feel can... like it's being used like that? Like the, the, one, the rooms I'm in are really almost like everyone is supposed to be reading everything in all the channels. There doesn't seem to be a lot of one-to-one, -one, oh, Jeff needs to see this, oh, Eric needs to see this. Or maybe that's also happening, but I think there's still an expectation that you're you're part of the din, you're part of the, the memes and the culture that's flowing through the company each day. That's right, that's right. I mean, it's kind of like a, uh, like you say, they want they want to know that you're reading everything. Yeah. Um, and some sometimes, you know, there's been there's been issues that come up, like say support issues, for example, where things will come up on the general chat channel, and when they have specific questions for you, they won't go to the they won't hit you directly, like you know, on, on a one to one message basis. They'll they'll still keep pumping it through the general chat. Yeah. And you know, so if you're you know away for five minutes getting a coffee or something, and you come back. And you've missed something. It could have been some pretty important information that could have just should have just been put in an email or something to actually document what's happening and what's yeah. going on, you know. Rather than um, let's just throw it out to the chat and you know everyone kind of gets comfortable doing it that way. And I I, I think for a while it works. For a while it works. You know, you like I say in the beginning when everyone's on it, you 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 know you're really excited you want to make this work like you want to show you know your managers you want to show you know their they they want to show their managers yeah that this is actually a tool beneficial for the whole culture of the company that it helps everyone kind of be a little more productive yeah um yeah. but you're right after a while it kind of I, I you know degenerate is kind of a hard a harsh word but it's almost applicable where it it degenerates into a situation where you know you're you're constantly keeping one eye on the chat yeah, well, like that, you, that's the rule of IRC, right? Is any yeah. any chat run long enough, you know, devolves into everybody must watch to catch all of the entertaining things. That's right. right and, that's right. You know, if you remember the uh, like Fnet and those kinds of things, you know, you'd 
you'd be gone overnight, you'd come back in the morning, and people would be, you know, the last eight hours worth of gags and whatever. And maybe you got to go back and scroll, and people are pasting big chunks to keep you up to date. Right, right. You know, and in busy channels, that was nearly impossible to keep track of. But right. there was an expectation that you were. But so I wanted to ask you, though, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of contract works you do stuff like that. Would you say yet that there's any kind of shift in your clients, like as a as a freelancer, like you are? Is more stuff moving to chat, or emails still going around, or or is it just still all over for the work you're doing? I think it's been it's been there's been an ebb and flow. So some of some of the time everything will be in chat, everything will be in the chat channel, and then other times everything will be through email and nothing will be in the chat. So I hate to say it depends, but I think it depends on your team. It depends on how you're working with everybody there. If they're kind of a culture, if they're a team where they really are kind of tied to email, then you don't have too much of a choice. You yeah. know, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get a, a bit of communication out of them through tools like Slack or IRC or, or HipChat. But, you know, the rest of the time, things will still be coming through email. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I think if you, if you use more of the the other tools so not other tools um, the IRC type of tool slack tools you know it, I think it helps reinforce the remote factor right like you're you're trying to include everybody you're trying to keep everybody kind of on the same page yeah so like I get um, that from a culture standpoint yeah you know you yeah. can you can build a community and you know whether I'm sitting next to you or not if we're both chatting in here all the time then yeah it, it feels the same for the most part uh, that doesn't mean either of us are being more productive. You still got a chatty neighbor all day, right? Right. But from a like, I know you and I, we've got our Slack channel, uh, and we're both we both treat it, I think, as an asynchronous kind of place, right? Because we yep. we know that we're both coming and going all day. Yeah. And I agree, it's great for you know the files we're exchanging and dealing with this podcast and those kinds of things. But if we were to do a large project together, I don't think that this would be a great way to do it, right? Because I think. Once we start talking about blocks of work, then we really are like, here's two hours worth of something yeah. that has to be done. Yeah. This isn't the right forum to manage those things. Right? I don't. I don't think it is. Not for me anyway. Right. You know, I would well, expect like the like the some of the daily stand up. Right. There's that. Uh, I forget the name of the service now, but they're doing that uh, daily stand up email service. Right. So at oh, the yeah, end of right. the day, you yep. just, you know, it sends you an email saying, "What'd you do?" Yeah, and then it builds yeah. up a digest and sends it to everyone the next morning. That's right. And I think that proves that there's still lots of place and lots of appropriate times for an asynchronous kind of thing. If you had a global team, that's a that's a great way to do that kind of remote digest, stick it all together. Definitely, definitely. And yeah. that and like it, that scenario wouldn't fit in here. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Like I, I think if everybody is kind of working the same hours, for example working the same shift then you're right then it then I, I think those those tools just might not be the right fit um, I think they're it's a great idea if it can be used if everyone can get on board and I think something like that is a really great idea for being able to summarize what's going on during the day during that week right you know you and you get you get an you can track it so you get an email every day so you can you get a history of emails that you can track you know who's who's been doing what what's been going on on like this you know, not all these tools, you know, I don't know what happens if, uh, for whatever reason, Slack goes down, right? Is is anything, is any kind of history maintained or does it all just vanish when the cloud vaporizes for, you know, 10 seconds, that kind yeah. of thing. We can only hope. So, I, I, again, I, you know, I, I think it depends on what kind of team you, you are and, and where your strengths are and how, you, how you've how you learned to communicate with each other. 
Um, yeah. It's kind of like documentation in, in some ways. It's, it's a lot like documentation where there's always kind of the same people who do the documentation, right? In, in every group I've been in, right. it's always right. been the same, you know, one or two people. You know, everyone is responsible for it, but it's always the same one or two people who, who, really, um, who really do the documentation, who edit it, make sure it's updated, kept live, that kind of stuff. And so I think the same thing can happen on the, on the channel chat type of stuff yeah so so actually we've come across another point here so when we talk about this kind of chat as a butts and seats check and we talk about sticking the culture together for you know remote workers right where you don't the guy next to you and the guy down the hall and the guy remote all kind of feel the same right most of the organizations that i know that really love this are still butts and seats in an office Right? They still want everyone in one building. But yeah. obviously the tool has made it so you can spread people across three, four, five floors. It doesn't matter. You still get the water cooler. So, you know, if the tools and hangouts and everything else are really at the point where, you know, you're using the same technology to talk to the guy next to you as you are the remote worker, you know, if your clients now are like, well, look, you have to come and butt in seat, right? And you're like, well, look, it's the same, right? For me, yeah. it's exactly the same at this point. The technology is all the same. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I would be the same in the office as I am here. Yeah, like it's still the same tools. So, you know, I'm not sure why there's still a fixation on butt in seat in the office when you've still got everyone using the same tools, you know, to do the same thing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think a lot of it, you know, and you and I have talked about this before um, off and on, a lot of it still comes down to the old old school trust. Yeah, it comes down that you, like the trust factor is huge in stuff like this, right? I mean, um, I've been privileged to find a lot of these remote work contracts with with companies who, you know, their their local culture for for everyone who works locally, they do have to come into the office, even though we're all using the same tools. Mm -hmm. They do have to come into the office every day. They they do have to make that attempt. You know, there everybody you know doesn't mind it when. For the occasional time they stay home, you know, if something comes up, yeah. it's it's never a big deal, right? It's not a big deal. But, you know, overall, the the general feeling is that you know if there's no fire at home, then you're pretty much in the office, right? Yeah. But see, that's and, what's funny for knowledge workers, right? Yeah. So you and I, our job is to stare into this box all day, but staring into the box here and staring at the box there is exactly the same. It but is. Yeah. But your salesman, you expect him to be out of the office all the time. Right, your business yeah. development people. If they're staring into the box, they're not doing their job. That's right. That's right. Something's but wrong. From a trust standpoint, I've known a lot of interesting salesmen in my years. I trust, like by definition, we trust the salesman more because he has to be doing things. That's right. Right. But we don't see him. Right. And if you do, like if you do, really, you there's something wrong. And yeah. but we live in an opposite world. Like knowledge workers. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like if you're yeah. if you're not well, in the mine, you're not making coal, right? That's right. That's right. And, you know, and, and I don't know, I don't know what, you know, I honestly couldn't explain why that really is. My only effort there would be, you know, uh, with our type of work, a, a lot of the times it's very kind of incremental. Yeah. So you stare at, you know, so software development in particular, right? You stare at a block of code, you, you wiggle it around a bit, you, you, you know, move bits over here and move bits over there. And at the end of the day, you've maybe produced five lines of code, yeah. right? after you've added and deleted other stuff along the way, right? Your your net result is like five lines of code. So But I'm this is what all that. knowledge work is now. Right? Yeah. Whether you're writing, editing, 
that, artists, no, that's true. Like that's it's, true. it's all exactly the same. We're all that's spending right. all day staring into this box. That's right. But you got to be there in person to do it. So yeah, it's a bit like I, the schools, you know, and, and I don't want to get us down a weird path, but we've talked about this too, is that a lot of the school justification is socialization, right? You know, even when they talk about like flipped classrooms, go and do the learning at home and then come at the school to check the work and socialize. Right, right. right? And maybe that's what real work is. Well, and, and you talk to anyone and when do they get their most productive work done? Yeah. Right? In the morning before everyone gets there or in the evening when everyone else has left? Yeah, well, that's why so many workers are doing work at home now, too, because that's, that's right. the only quiet time they get. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you know, I kind of laugh sometimes because, I mean, even with all of my kids running around right behind me, yeah. it's I can totally tune them out and, and, and produce effective work. Right? Yeah, well, this, so is, this days, is why you need to hire parents and not 22-year-olds. Yeah. Right? Par parents could deal with all the noise and keep going and start <laughs> and stop, right? If you're 22 and you get interrupted, then you're gone for the coffee shop for an hour. You know what? You're right. You, there might be something to that. You're right. The word they're not used to that, and they're thrown off for for several hours, right? Yeah. Or we just believe this because we have to at this part of our lives. Yeah. Okay. No, the children were a good idea. It's okay. Yes. Yes. The the best investment we ever made. Yeah. yeah um, sure. No, I think there's you know now that you 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 talk about things like that, there's definitely something to that. Um, you know, you're 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 kind of forced to juggle, so you are forced to still be productive and be useful. Um, no matter the conditions you're in. and Yeah, I think it was this show, one of the earlier episodes we mentioned it on, the idea of scheduling the work. Yep. And I think, you know, as a remote worker now, and as a parent especially, you do, you schedule work, right? Yep. Whereas in a regular job, you're scheduling the interruptions. It's, you know, something we read somewhere the other day, right? That you schedule your meetings, but you don't schedule the work. That's but right, that's right. When, once you've been through a few years of parenting, you schedule the work because you have to. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, nothing moves. Yeah, you know, and you, you can't you can't live by the seat of your pants all the time, right? Well, you like can. Just, I don't. <laughs> I don't recommend it, frankly. <laughs> you might have a better plan than I do. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, and I mean, uh, I suppose you're right. Like, I mean, to segue, you know, we've kind of segued into parenting a little bit. So, you know, to con continue that, I mean, a lot of it is still, you know, you've got to mind. You kind of mind. You've got to mind three different states almost. Yeah. You've got to mind the. You've got to mind the past, you've got to mind the present, wherever you're in, and you've got to mind the future. You know, your retirement, your, you know, what do you do when, when, when the kids leave home? What do you, what do you do when, you know, a s sudden family illness or something comes up, right? Yeah. Like, you kind of have to weather all of that and be able to still function. Um, and I think a lot of that is still the same in a company. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you, you have to manage the ebb and flow of sales, of, of customers, of, of clients. And, you know, not all, not every day is going to be a super productive day, um, but you still have to make steps and move forward. Yeah, that's a great point. But, you, but we both know, like, so for you and I, our children are never moving out. If, if right. the Gen X and the Millennials can't find jobs, you, we both know the robots are coming. All <laughs> of our kids are at home forever. You know, <laughs> really. Like, they're yeah, not going anywhere. I got all 500 achievements on T, TF2. Okay, great. Wonderful. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. They can. I'm, I'm proud of you. You know. <laughs> see, but this is we'll all have to go back on like family farming. Yeah. Right. You know, you put the kids in the basement. They crank out some code. It's all good. But even then, they won't be cranking out code. There's a story today. I uh, talked about how you know the AI is creating websites now. Yeah. So all that web programming, standardized templates. So the web business is gone. 
So all we're left with now is some AI programmers. That's it. That's the future. Just two programmers doing AI. That's right. And it'll be Musk and Gates because they want to take care of it for you. Yeah. So it's all it's all good. Just well, give it, up now. It it'll be a lot like uh, um, a lot like what was that? Big Thinker? No, Deep Thinker. The the super machine on uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. Right. Where the uh, where at the very at the very in the very future there's only two there's only two people that talk to it. Yeah. I can't remember their names. Yeah. It's, it wasn't slightly bite fast, but whatever. Anyways, you know exactly. I'm sure if you if you've even skimmed yeah. the story, then you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, like the other joke, the man and the dog. That's right. Right. The man. The man is there to fix the computer, and right, yeah. the dog is there to. Or what is it? No, the man. The man feeds the dog, and the dog is there to keep the man from touching the computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the future we're at. Well, so that's that's a very sad, horrible place to end tonight. But Man, I think so I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah. The future is terrible. Yeah. Our children will be at home forever. Uh, yeah. But there's no remote working, so if they get a job, they'll have to leave the house once in a while. Yeah. Well, that's... by then they'll have like Slack tied onto their arm or something. Oh, is that or what we're something. looking for? We're gonna get we're gonna get the Apple Eye Slack. Or or VR. It'll be VR Slack. V Slack. They'll start. Prepending all the app names with V. Yeah, well, of I. VR remote work is going to be a, a whole other kind of thing because now we can all VR, we can all remote VR like coal mining robots. That's right. That's the future. We're all drone pilots sitting in our basements. <laughs> nice. What a what a horrible, you know, we're, we're horrible like future. A, you know, yeah, we're like a bunch of uh, you know short story science fiction writers from the '60s and '70s. You know, we're just the world is going to end with us, us creating our own doom. All dystopian futures, nice. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay, dystopian. well, maybe next week we'll try for less dystopian. Yeah, let's go for more, utopia. More yeah. utopia. What? Well, actually, you know what? Next week to talk about uh, programming and tools and other things. Yep. Maybe that's maybe that's a good episode for next week. We'll talk about. Oh, that would be amazing. Okay, I'm already looking forward to that. I'm already excited. Excellent. Well, this was a great show. I'm yep. Jeff Horton from RockyWeb.com, and you can find me at Jeff Horton on Twitter. And I'm Eric Uzwa at Uzwa on Twitter. Have a great day, everyone, and thanks a lot for paying attention. Excellent. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.